It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Is Dak Prescott the NFL's MVP after 14 weeks? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your Locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Locked Network, your on. team every day. Locked On. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. This episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use promo code LOCKDOWNNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I am your host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, we are going to review some of our all-22 notes from this fantastic Cowboy-Eagle game on Sunday night. I want to start with Dak Prescott. I don't think this was his best game of the season. In fact, I don't even think this was a top five game for him in the se- in the season. But he managed to beat the Eagles, put up 33 points, play a pretty flawless game outside of one fumble. Do you believe that Dak is the MVP after 13 games? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, I, I think it's at this point, it's it's not close. I mean, I think the MVP is a quarterback. You know, to say what you want about it, the MVP is a quarterback award. I mean, there definitely have been exceptions, but but I mean, it's a pretty clear, uh, uh, you know, trophy. You know, it's the most valuable player, and 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 the quarterback is by far the most valuable position. So the player that's playing the best at quarterback is kind of by definition the most valuable player. I mean, I think. You're definitely going to have a guy in Tyreek Hill uh, who has is going to make some hay outside of that position just because he's been so exceptional. Um, but I, I think that you know that, that at the end of the day, so is Dak Prescott. Uh, and look, I, I think you, you said it. Like, I mean, he didn't have uh, you know statistically the best game that he's had in a while. And 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 on tape, you know, I think you could easily say that his two best throws of the day, without a doubt, in my mind. Uh, were drops you know I, I, I think it, yeah. there was that one throw that he threw up the C, uh, up the sideline to cd lamb where it hit cd lamb in the hands in stride you know uh, uh, uh later in the game uh that cd just couldn't get a hand on our i think was just disrupted by the safety being there last minute um and then there was another one where uh dak threw a ball uh to cooks in the end zone where uh you know the guy tripped into cooks and fell at his legs and, and cooks was unable to kind of come down with the ball, but it was a gorgeous throw. And, and just look beyond that. I think what we're seeing is a guy who has put it all together, right? Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's, you know, I, I think the biggest difference between and Dak talks about it a lot is understanding the threshold of when the snap is transitioning from uh, on, uh, on track to off track. 
right? Or or on a schedule to off schedule or however you want to in structure to out of structure is probably the best way to phrase it, right? You've heard you've heard Mike McCarthy talk about the 2.3 seconds. You've heard Dak talk about his footwork, but ultimately what it is is about defining a time and and, and telling Dak, hey, this is the point when structure is done. You need to get out of it and create, right? Mm-hmm. And that has uh, found a way to marry the two best aspects of Dak's game, which I think have been very disparate at times, right? We've seen on schedule Dak Prescott, right? Early 2021, he's throwing from the pocket. He's, you know, getting rid of it. We've seen off schedule good Dak Prescott. It's 2016 at times, you know, just being able to get out of the pocket, create. This is the season where it feels like those two sides, which have been kind of not, you know, incongruent with each other. And I think last year was the best example of that, where it felt like Dak was throwing interceptions while in this transition period or taking sacks while in this transition period, because he doesn't know when to escape. He doesn't know when the structure should be abandoned and he should be creating my uh, McCarthy coming in, having him listen to his footwork, having listen listen to his feet to know when the, the progression is done and it's time to kind of get into improv mode. It's taken Dak's game to a whole new level because he can get to the progressions he needs to while taking his hops, and then his feet tell him it's time to go. Uh, and I think it's just made for uh, just hell for defenses because you, you, you could be right all the way up for 2.5 seconds, and then Dak breaks the pocket, changes all the windows, and suddenly he's made a 30-yard throw. Uh, because CD Lamb, you know, just moved 25, 10, 10 feet behind you while you didn't notice yeah. and you're looking at the quarterback. I also think there's just been this he knows when he needs to go out and make plays and he's got off to have fast starts. Like, I want to go back to week two. The Cowboys win the toss against the Jets and rather than deferring to their, you know, to their defense and letting the defense try to win that game early, they take the ball against this Jets defense that is still really good, march the ball right down the field, score a touchdown in the game. I don't want to say it's over at that point, but they put the Jets behind a hole they could never really get back from, right? Against the Eagles, you take the ball, you go right down the first drive of the game, you score a touchdown, and you already are putting the Eagles in a position where they have to press a little bit. Those are the kind of starts that the Cowboys just didn't have last year. There was way too many games where it felt a little bit clunky in the first half, and they struggled to get points, and you know they would have halves where they maybe would only score six points. They went touchdown, field goal, touchdown, touchdown on their only four drives in this Eagle game, and it was over. And that last touchdown drive, it was 17-6. to The Eagles were going to get the ball back at halftime. You felt like the Cowboys needed to go down there and get points, and not only did they get points, they scored a touchdown with basically no time left. I just feel like Dak has been up for those moments more than he has in previous years. And, and, and the other huge part of this is that, you know, everything around him is working a lot better. He just has more answers for, for more questions, right? Yeah. Like it's just, it's just incredibly difficult to cover da- uh, CD and Ferguson and cooks 10, 15 yards down the field while still staying close enough to Pollard that he can't slip up and, and take a dump off for five or six yards or close enough to Dak where he can't just run out of the front of the pocket and pick up five or six easy yards. And he's been such old. a smarter runner this year than he has been in previous years. Like he's not running for more yards. It's just when you need four yards on third and three, he gets goes out and gets it, you know? Yeah. And, and, and is not forcing it into super tight windows unnecessarily. Nope. Right. Yeah. Like he's got other options, other ways to win. Uh, and he's and he's availing himself. And that's why he's 
at his highest rate of big time throw percentage in his in his career while simultaneously being at the lowest uh interception or turnover worthy play yeah. percentage uh, so i mean when you're when you're number 1 in both of those categories or i think he's i think he's number 1 in one and number 2 in the other i mean that that pretty much yeah. That's an MVP year to me, in my opinion. So he's basically done everything that you need to to win the the, the MVP. He leads the NFL in uh, passing touchdowns. No team in the NFL has more wins than the Cowboys right now. The Cowboys are the number one offense in the league. They just beat uh, they just beat the Eagles, who had the best record in the league coming into this week. The only thing he has left to do is to go on the road and beat a a really good team. And I don't know if you count the bills or the dolphins as really good teams because they're in the AFC. And I don't what's, know. What's a really good team. I, are the, the Cowboys are the Cowboys. The only really good team left. Yeah. That's going to be the thing that's going to be held against them. Is Maybe that, since but, they're the only good team left, but, they can't beat themselves. Like if I, I think if they go to Buffalo in Miami and they win those two games and Dak yeah. plays well, I think he's going to be the MVP. I mean, he, I don't even think he has to play great. Just play well enough to win. And even if the Cowboys are the five seed, if they go and do that, I, I do think he's going to be the MVP. Yeah, and we talked about it. Like It's the confidence level that that is going to drive this team, right? And and if they can go in and show that they can do those, you know, win those kind of games on the road against playoff teams, not only is it going to give the team confidence to go do what they need to do in the playoffs, I think it's going to give the voters confidence to make yeah. Dak the MVP. Making him, I'm pretty sure – the first Cowboys quarterback to yeah. be MVP. Like I believe that I think Emmett's the only other Cowboy MVP ever. I think that's right. Yeah. Which I mean, is, I mean, think about like the history of the Cowboy. Like you can't tell the story of the NFL without the history of Cowboys quarterbacks. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy to me that Roger Staubach never won an MVP award. That's just, it's oh. also crazy that the Cowboys have the, the favorites right now on FanDuel for not only the MVP, but also the defensive player of the year and Micah Parsons, they would be the first team ever to have the MVP and defensive player of the year on the same team. There's only ever been one other Cowboy to win defensive player of the year. Do you know who it is? Mm, Randy White, maybe? I don't know. Nope. Not a bad guess. Harvey Martin. Harvey Martin. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. In a great player. Very underrated, honestly. And for years and years and years, uh, didn't get the credit that he deserved. I felt like as one of the great sack artists of the yeah. early period when, it, right, you know, right as sacks were being counted as a stat. So yeah, really yeah, good. It's, it's time for the Cowboys to get a defensive player of the year uh, winner here. All right, let's uh, let's talk about Jake Ferguson, who had another big game on Sunday. We will get to him next. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. I absolutely love game time. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fastest and the easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seat and their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Game time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. See the view from your seat before you buy. So you know exactly what to expect. When you arrive, all-in prices show your total upfront, so you know that you're getting a great deal without the hidden fees. Buy tickets in seconds with just two taps. I've been actually looking at tickets today for Bills Cowboys on the Game Time app. Just a little shout out to Game Time on my phone. Uh, so easy. I 
fantastic deals right now available as well. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Uh, use promo code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off. Downline, download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast. We wanted to let you know that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, Landon, I want to have a conversation about Jake Ferguson. Yet again, it was a really good Jake Ferguson game, and it feels like over the last couple weeks, the Cowboys have kind of leaned into him being the number two passing option. What did you think of Ferguson against the Eagles? Yeah, I mean, again, I, I was not shocked or surprised to see Fergie as a, a main target against the Eagles. I mean, I think the 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 kind of film shows you that that they were going to be susceptible to his sort of targeting, right? Uh, and frankly, every defense has been pretty susceptible to his, yeah. the, the Cowboys in the seam route specifically. That's just been something that you just don't see a lot of quarterbacks throwing anymore. And so uh, teams just aren't, uh, you know, used to having to defend it on a regular basis. And, and they feel like, you know, there's a level of physicality that happens in that kind of area that that a lot of offenses are just avoiding. Ferguson has no problem going up and getting those balls. And, and frankly, he runs the route really well. I just love the way that he has that un the understanding to bend his route out to kind of create cushion inside and underneath for Dak to throw the ball uh, uh, safely without, you know, getting in, in harm's way. Uh, he's just doing everything at a very high level right now, you know? Yep. And, and, and when you, I guess part of being Barry Alvarez's grandson, you know, who's obviously a legendary coach at Wisconsin is that you, when you grow up, you know, you're, you're being fed the intricacies of football throughout your life. And, and it's just, you just see that with him. He's just, even though he's a young player, I mean, it's only his second year, he just seems very nuanced in his play, right? Um, and and I think the other thing that we have to point out too is, look, he's 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 been a, excellent as a receiver. He's been incredible with the ball in his hands. I mean, he's oh, yeah. basically right. the best yak receiver the Cowboys have had at tight end in you know ever, as far as I know. Uh, and I, I think the other thing that that really has kind of defined him and and a lot of the offense is his physicality. Like he is mm -hmm. not afraid at all to mix it up, whether it's like, you know, hip checking uh, defensive ends into their run fits for the uh, for the for the tackles, or you know, I I posted one one vid, uh, picture series of pictures of him just absolutely flopping sweat like like onto the ground with one of his hip checks. It was it was awesome. Uh, and, and anytime you know there's a hard hit on him or anybody else, 
He's the first guy to get in there to mix it up. He's not afraid of anybody, certainly not afraid of letting Jamal Adams know that it was a first down or a touchdown mm-hmm. uh, any, any single time he caught the ball. So I Ferguson is developing into one of my favorite players on the team. Like I just love watching the dude play and and, and just the passion he plays with and, and the physicality. Um, and I think it, it's it's really kind of helped marry the the – physical toughness aspect of this offense with the the finesse aspect of this offense in a way that 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 kind of felt has again has seemed disparate at times you know it, there's just a lot of harmony in this yeah. offense uh that wasn't there and i think before and i think a lot of it has to do with the crossover of who jake ferguson is and and and, and the respect that he's got gained on this team yeah i don't think jake ferguson is like a top three or top five tight end in the league right now or anything however when you're talking about like the dual threat tight ends that can catch the ball and block to me, it's like, it's George Kittle. And then it might be Ferguson because he's yeah. really gotten better as a run blocker this year. And we've seen how much better he's gotten as a receiver. There's other guys out there that are, you know, really good receivers that you basically have to line up. Like I'll give you an example. Trey McBride for the Cardinals is having a really good uh, season. Like the last couple of weeks, he's been awesome. He just, he can't block. He's too small to block. Ferguson, you can line him up in line and he's going to knock over your pro bowl defensive end. That's what the Cowboys have been missing the last couple of years is the guy that can actually do both. Yeah. And, 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 and I'll just throw in Scooney here just for a second. Cause I've been so impressed with him, but I just feel like the blocking from the tight end position this year has been leaps and bounds better than it has oh, been yeah. in the previous oh, years, gosh, you yeah. know? And, yeah. and, and it's not even just that Ferguson is a better blocker than, than, than uh, Schultz was. Uh, and I, I think it's, it's just, it's that the, the tight end too, like Scooney is a better blocker than Ferguson was yes. last year, you yes. know? And, and I think, so it, it's rising all ships. I also want to just throw out just it, while we're here, I think the, the change in pass protection that has happened for the off for the running backs. And, and this is something that's worth noting that, that, you know, the, the Cowboys have had the, uh, the, the running backs in as pass protectors. They've, I think they've already eclipsed last season's uh, pass protection snaps at running back. And I think that's made yeah. a difference for yeah. the tight ends, right? Because there's less of having to stay in and chip uh, or, or stay in and, 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 and be part of pass protection though. They have been very good at it when they've been asked to do it, the, the tight ends, yep. because the running backs are taking on more of an onus of pass protection and then also taking on the onus of the kind of outlet uh, receiver, right? Like what we used to see is – this is probably very familiar to Cowboys fans who've watched a lot of tape – Ferguson getting the outlet pass and then going up the field, you know, saying now we're seeing that yep. as Pollard, that's giving more opportunities for Ferguson and these guys to get down the field, which is why we're seeing more seam shots. I think everything's just fitting a lot nicer. And Ferguson has been a major, major benefit of all of that. Uh, yeah. Over the last month, according to pro football focus, uh, Luke Schoonmaker has the fourth highest run blocking grade among all tight ends. And he's the highest pass blocking grade tight end in the league. So I mean, you're getting elite blocking from Schoonmaker. I know I'm Schoonmaker. I know he's not giving the receiving production yet, but I think you and I both believe it's coming. We should also mention Peyton Hendershot did play. I think it was 19 snaps in this game. You saw him like immediately they started putting him in motion and kind of doing some fun things on short yardage. I got to believe that his role in the offense is only going to grow over the next month or so. It's coming for sure. We're we're biding our time, but we've seen it already, I think. 
Uh, all right, let's talk a little bit more about that 2022 draft class that included Jake Ferguson next. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Did the game go to timeout? Time to order in with DoorDash. Is it halftime? That is ordering in time. Two-minute warning. You got it. That is your cue to order in. Whenever the game clock stops, that's your time to order in with DoorDash. Listen, we love DoorDash here. We DoorDash all the time, especially during football games. It's so nice not have to get up and make food. You can just get it delivered right to your door. We are big pizza and wings fans, but you can order burgers, sodas, or even just buns on DoorDash and get it all delivered without missing the game. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCK23. Subject to change, terms apply. Again, that is 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCK23. Subject to change, terms apply. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Every day is on tomorrow's show. We're going to be answering your Twitter questions, so make sure that you send them in to us at Marcus underscore Mosier, at McCoolBCB. Landon, one more thing I wanted to talk about before we head out was the play of the draft picks from the 2022 class in this game. So we already mentioned... Jake Ferguson. I don't want to spend too much time on him, but you have in that class, you have Tyler Smith who had an unbelievable game, but Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis had uh, zero pressures combined in this game, by the way, zero Uh, Sam Williams, who not Sam Williams, uh, big Sam Williams game, Jalen Tolbert, who we talked about on yesterday's show. All he did as a blocker, you had Damone Clark and Marquise bell were your two starting linebackers. I thought they were incredible. Deron bland, just gave up eight yards on four targets. Uh, Peyton Hendershot, who we mentioned, uh, what what a what a performance by this rookie class or this second year class. And, and Sam Williams, you know, kind of the the guy there that we didn't mention a ton of, but he had a good game too. He played well. Uh, it's just not you know huge on the stat sheet, but yeah, I mean, just again, like how many of these classes do the, do the Cowboys have or have had they had over the years where they just top to bottom contributors right and and like this this is what separates this team from a lot of other teams you know this team yeah. drafts and accumulates talent as well as any team in the NFL you know we you know, we we often you know can complain about the you know the how they do it or when they don't go after the guys we want and and you know look there's sometimes there's right and sometimes we're wrong but i think uh, they have earned the right to, uh, uh, you know, stand on their laurels and enjoy some success from from their the the play, play, uh, player acquisition side because, I mean, you you just showed it like the fact that they're able to get, you know, starter level plus. I mean, frankly, Marquise Bell is better than just starter level plus, yeah. uh, level linebacker play from an undrafted free agent. You're in every single 
draft pick and, and some undrafted free agents contributing at some level, uh, you know, just kudos to Will McClay and to Steven Jones and, and, and everyone in the front office because, uh, you know, they've they've shown time and time again that they are one of the best, if not the best, at doing this. I thought Marquise Bell was incredible in this game. Yeah. I mean, he he was flying around. Now, there was a couple times where he probably should have made a better tackle attempt than what he did. Uh, but I thought he was really, really good. And there was – listen, there's other players I forgot to mention. Now, Wanya Thomas didn't play a lot in this yeah. game, but he was somebody who was also in that class. Kavante Turpin, another yeah. undrafted free agent from that class, he had the, the yeah. long end around. He drew a pass interference call that was pretty important. Um, not a an every down player for the Cowboys, but, man, he is a nice little weapon to have whenever you need some explosive plays in your offense, and it costs you absolutely nothing to get him. Yeah, and just you know, just again, like finding the same way that they found Aubrey this year, right? There's like no stone unturned. USFL, get come get a tryout. You know, like you were a science teacher last week, come get a tryout. Like you know, it's it th- that's the thing about it is that it's not just the draft, right? It's not just the Cowboys are good at drafting. It's it's they find guys, uh, you know to off the street they find guys from other leagues they find guys you know just wherever and 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 they they use every method available to them to find these guys and bring them in and and it's 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 quite incredible the 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 team they've assembled so far so how many guys from this draft class did you have make at least one play in this game on sunday there was tyler smith sam williams jalen tolbert uh jake ferguson damone clark Marquise Bell, Juane Thomas, Cavante Turpin. Uh, anybody else I'm forgetting? Uh, I don't. I mean, that's so. Deron Bland. Deron Bland. Yeah, Bland. That's, yeah, Bland. That's nine players from one draft class and one undrafted free agent class that helps you win a big game on Sunday Night Football. I don't want to be overly dramatic here, but that draft class could be very well the reason why the Cowboys. Super Bowl window can stay open for the next two or three years because you've got so many quality starters. By the way, Peyton Hendershot, I know he didn't play a ton, but that's that's 10 guys. That's yeah. a fourth of your roster. Yeah. And again, this is you know part of the reason that the Cowboys are not always so willing to just part ways with these with draft picks, even late rounders, because they can get guys that can come in and contribute. Uh, but you know, I think you look at the other side of it too. You got some pretty strong contributions from Stefan Gilmore. You got some pretty strong yes. contributions from Brandon Cooks too. So that you know, every different way that they can acquire these these players. Jonathan Hankins. Uh, I mean, I know he got yeah, hurt he, in this game, but he's been helping you a lot. Those three draft picks that you've spent that cost you basically nothing. Yeah. So yeah, the Cowboys have have just you know been very solid <laughs> doing this for a long time, and it's added up you know over time, and and now you've got a roster that's. Uh, quite an incredible mix of young players and, and veterans uh, that they've Absolutely. acquired through all different me- methods. All right, that is it for today's show. We want to thank you for making Lockdown Cowboys your first listen of the day. Again, every day is on tomorrow's show. We're going to answer your Twitter questions. Send them into us at Marcus underscore Mosher, at McCoolBCB. Check out our show on YouTube. We post videos every single day over there. The last uh, Lockdown Now that Landon did absolutely hilarious make sure you go check that out uh again we'll be back tomorrow make sure you're downloading the podcast wherever you get your podcast and we will see you right back here on wednesday hey prime members you can listen to this locked on podcast ad 
free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.